0: about history, your faithfulness is walled beside me, Winter storm's made way for spring. Every season is where I'm standing, I see the evidence of your goodness. All over my life All over my life I see the promises Fulfillment All over my life All over my life Help me remember I am weak Fear may come before Lead. You lead my heart to victory. You are my strength and you always will be. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life, all over my life. I see the promises Fulfillment All over my life All over my life See the cross The empty grave Evidence is endless All my sins He rolled away Because of you Jesus See the cross The empty grave Evidence is I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life, all over my life. I see the promises fulfillment all over my life, all over my life. Saga, sing with me how great saga, Sing with me how great, how great saga, our God. How great saga, Sing with me how great. I God, and all will see how great, how great is our God? Name above all names, is worthy of our grace. My heart. We'll sing how great is our, God. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. and all will see how great. All right, let's let's pray real quick. Dear Lord, just uh, want to thank you just for the day, even though it's raining, Lord. Just we're here to serve and thankful for people that showed up to be served, Lord. As we hear Your Word tonight, Lord, let's just let's just take it in our hearts, Lord, and just use it throughout the week. But we love You pray these things in Your name, Lord. Thank You.
1: How's everybody? Beautiful day, right? Yeah. Well, hope you got a dry spot to hang out there, man. I just want to, again, thank you Flint Hill Baptist Church for being here, my new friends, Brad and Tori, their crew, uh, some church planting friends of ours. And uh, you'll be hearing more about that, I'm sure, down the road as we uh, support and try to help them any way we can. Uh, but thank you guys for being here last week. If you were here, our brother John Littleford talked. I know he did a great job as always uh, you're gonna be seeing more of John I'll be here for most of them but if you know John he has a prison ministry and is working uh, just on his teaching and, and as God develops that call in him and we want to help with that and so uh, you'll start seeing him around more this uh, this coming year for sure all right so have you been with us or you watched online We've been in a series on Matthew, right? Uh, the last time I taught, uh, beautiful, beautiful story, two healings in one story. It was two for the price of one, right? If you remember, there is this uh, leader that comes to Jesus. Uh, we know from parallel passages that it is a man by the name of Jairus, and he has this you know, uh, amazing dilemma that's going on, right? He is, his daughter is dying or has died, And he takes this humble and yet faithful approach to come to Jesus. And it says that when we're introduced to him that he runs to Jesus and he kneels down at Jesus and listen to the amazing story of faith. He said, my daughter is dead. But if you would just come and lay your hands on her, I know that she would live. Now, I want to ask you a question. When you hear a story like that, what does that do about your faith? Because I want to tell you that I, I can't imagine as a, as a father who loves his kids of uh, being in that situation and having a bold enough faith to run up to a man, especially this powerful man. We're not told about his leadership, but we know he's a, a man of importance. And he walks up and he, he kneels down and he says, Jesus, if you would just lay your hand on her, she would be well. And so we get this story. Jesus has already been teaching, in fact. And as this teaching is happening and Jairus comes up, then we see Jesus is on his way to go to his house. And a woman uh, with this problem with blood, right? This discharge for 12 years. And her beautiful moment of faith is, if I could just not even have Jesus speak over me, not have Jesus lay his hands on me. If I could just touch just the hem of his garment, I know I would be made well. And so Jesus is in the middle of these stories. Both things happen just as these people believe, right? We know the amazing story that Jairus' daughter is raised to life. And can you imagine this young lady's story, right? She's laying there. She's dead. I mean, I'm sure in the presence of God, talking with everybody, catching up, and hold up a second. Somebody's calling my name here. Somebody's touched me. Now she's in the presence of her Creator, right? Amazing story this woman that has had this shame and all of these things have happened and i'm sure as tradition back then people look in there because you have sinned so greatly you've been bleeding all this time get away from us you're unclean and at the touch of his garment and then he looks at her and he says daughter your faith has made you well what a beautiful story right and so we're in the middle of this both of these are healed and it leads us into today's passage And in fact it starts and as jesus passed on from there and so jesus has been in the midst of these uh healings and now he is uh venturing into today's story and so i want to read that uh, quickly for us this morning so we're in matthew chapter 9 verse 27 is where we're starting and it starts and it says and jesus passed on from there two blind men followed him crying aloud have mercy on us son of david and when he entered the house, the blind men came to him and said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, and he said this, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about this. But they went away and spread his fame throughout all the district. And as they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to them. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds marveled, saying, Never has anything like this been seen in Israel. But the Pharisee said he cast out demons by the prince of demons. Will you pray with me this morning? Father, we thank you for this day that you've given us. Uh, Father, we just pray that you uh, speak to hearts. We've already prayed it, but a lot about faith today, and we pray this, uh, that if someone is yet to begin their faith journey, that today, um, Father, that starts. If you're calling prodigals home, that today they answer that call, much like we looked a, a few weeks back, just a simple call to a tax collector named Matthew, follow me, and he arose and followed you, Jesus. We pray that people answer that call today. we pray that those that are already walking with you uh, father that you just simply increase our faith we all i believe would say that yes we need that we need more faith in you the times when they're tough uh, it's hard to believe Uh, father in a god that we can't physically see touch talk to uh, in the ways that we're used to interacting with people father it requires faith and so uh, wherever we're at on that journey just increase our faith today that's what we pray That's what we ask in the most powerful name. We know the name of Jesus this morning. Amen. All right. So we're in this two blind men crying aloud, have mercy on us. You know, I'm a simple guy. When I teach, I'm as simple as they come, right? I had somebody come up to me and I think maybe they were talking... Uh, I don't know if it was a compliment in their mind, but they said, You know, the way you teach, even a four year old can understand it. That is my uh, mindset, my wavelength, but I took it as a, an extreme compliment because the gospel's not really that hard. In fact, we overcomplicate it most of the time, right? So these two blind men, and here's what they asked for they asked for mercy. They said, Jesus, have mercy on us, son of David, have mercy on us. I want you to put yourself in their spot, right? I don't believe, and if we do, uh, I apologize for the oversight here. I don't believe we have anyone out here physically blind today, maybe spiritually blind. But these people are asking for mercy, and I want to just read what mercy means. It means compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within their power to punish or harm much like grace, this unmerited favor, something we couldn't earn, something we couldn't uh, be rich enough, something we couldn't have the right job or the right house or whatever, and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to make happen. It is unmerited. We can't earn it. We, We can't do anything except accept it as the free gift that it is. I want to stop here. I believe this is a beautiful place to stop. Just as much, somebody needs to hear this morning, just as much as the Bible says that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Make no mistake about it. He is the author of mercy and grace. It's the only true place to find it because make no mistake about it, any human that has shown grace or mercy, there's probably strings attached, unless it's done in Jesus' name. Everybody with me this morning that he is the author of mercy and grace. And so if you find yourself lacking mercy and grace, don't come to me for it. I'll pray for you. I'll be glad to do any of that. I can't offer it in the way that Jesus can. And that's a good segue for here. If you say, man, who's the pastor of this place? We say it all the time, it's Jesus. He's the head of this church. We're just overseers and shepherds. We get to be a part of what Jesus is doing out here. And so we're always going to point you to call on him when we are in need. Something that can't be earned, but freely given. Now listen to what Jesus asked him, though. So these two blind men they call on jesus and they say have mercy on us son of david and jesus asked them a question he says do you believe i can do this i want to ask you this morning maybe some of you have prayed for a long time for something one of my best friends is here this morning that's my sister she's a beautiful person not just uh skin deep but one of the most beautiful souls i know and she can tell you this is the truth our, our dad was not a believer for a long time. And I remember this, I, I can't even imagine being a dad and hearing this, but I remember as a small child, him putting me to bed at times, and he would say, do you want to say your prayers? And I would say, yeah. And I would pray this in front of my dad. Lord, would you just help my dad be saved? I can't imagine as a dad hearing that. And later I get to hear the testimony of the impact that made on his heart. It's like, man, I couldn't believe a child praying for me. I think of James. And think of of that that whole situation. David's dad and a child praying. There's something beautiful about that, right? There's something uh, uh, amazing about that. And so being at this place where we just go to the author of grace and mercy. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? I pray that whatever you've been praying for for so long, that you don't stop and your answer if Jesus was to ask you today, child, do you believe I can do this? That you would say, I do. Yes, I believe. I don't understand it. I can't wrap my mind around it. There's nothing logical about what I'm asking, but I believe that you can do it. I want to tell you, people driving by, people listening, people looking and saying, man, this is a flower shop parking lot. Do you know people's lives have been changed in this parking lot? Starting with me. I'm a different person than when I walked through here the first time, and I pray you can say the same. I mean, people have walked in here And you say, well, what have you seen happen? I can tell you this for sure, and I'm looking at one of them right now. I'm not going to call him by name, but I can tell you this. He told me one time he knelt by that truck, and we were talking about the name of Jesus is above every name, and that one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Come on, I don't care. Bring the tent down. It's okay. Right? Bring that one down. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this white one now. we got every one of them falling. It's all right. Hang tight with me. But we said this, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. One day you will do it, but it'll be too late unless you choose to do it here on your own accord. And my friend knelt down there, and he knelt down a friend, and he stood up a brother, and he was a believer in Jesus Christ, right? It's an amazing thing. We've seen dead people come to life out here, spiritually dead. That are now alive and know Jesus and I pray that's your story as well if you don't know him today that your faith journey starts and so whatever your healing needs to be if it's physical if it's spiritual if it's emotional if it's addiction do you believe he can do it I pray that you answer I do it's a beautiful story I'm sure even these two blind men I thought about this maybe they exhausted every resource they had Maybe they went to whatever limited doctor that they could find and said, hey, can you do anything? We, we can't. Maybe they talked to a friend and counseled, well, you seem to see good. How, how do I get that situation to happen for me? There's nothing we can do maybe they had even went to somebody that you know is this um, you know fortune teller in the dark arts do you do you see in my future that i will be able to see i don't know what they had exhausted but i can tell you they came to the right place the author of mercy and grace they went to jesus and they said have mercy on us jesus answers with a question do you believe i can do this and they said we do it's a beautiful beautiful story But here's what I want to do, and I don't do this very much, but I want to fast forward in the passage. I want you to hold that thought on the two blind men because I believe there's a story there for us. It goes from there, but before we do, I want to give you this history lesson. Verses 32 through 34, there is some demon-oppressed people cast out the demon in fact this guy was mute he couldn't speak and now all of a sudden the demon is cast out and it says that he's speaking and people marveled i want to tell you if you've known somebody their whole life and they've never spoken and this man speaks over them and cast out a demon and now they're having a conversation of course that's something to marvel about right we've seen people set free and it's amazing to see but i want to give you a history lesson the only only subjects i ever paid attention to in high school was this History, that was the only academic one, and then PE and lunch. Those were my three favorite subjects. You could keep the rest. Don't even get me started on math. It is of the devil. And I don't understand why we had to learn, it, right? But we get there and I, I want to tell you one of the things. I always had this question. If you could if you ever had anybody ask you, if you could have dinner with somebody, three people, right? Not not family, don't go that route. We all have family we'd love to have that with, but three famous people. This was always my answer. Billy Graham, right? That's a pretty good one. Abraham Lincoln and Johnny Cash. That was my three. I don't know what that says about me, but I think it's three pretty good dudes. Johnny Cash to me was always a tremendous sinner and a tremendous saint. I think I relate, right? Abraham Lincoln, what he went through and being the leader of the the country that's divided, right? The Civil War. And there's this beautiful statement that Abraham Lincoln, old honest Abe, you can picture him, right? The great emancipator. He says this, talking about the Civil War, a house divided amongst itself cannot stand. Have you ever heard that? Beautiful, beautiful. But I got to tell you this in case you don't know it. He borrowed that from somebody that's even a greater emancipator than himself. He borrowed that from Jesus Christ. Jesus was talked about just as he was in this passage. They said he cast out a demon and it says he's got to be doing that under a power of a demon. And Jesus basically has this moment that doesn't even make any sense. If a demon would cast out a demon, we had that person right where we wanted him. It doesn't even make sense that I would cast out by the power and authority of a demon. A house divided among itself cannot stand. And so that's what happened here, right? This In the middle of healing these two blind people, he comes up to a demon oppressed man that cannot speak, casts out the demon, and the man is speaking, and people marvel, all right? So that's what happened in this story. Now I want to rewind, because there is a statement of such great importance that if we just read over this story, we might gloss over and we may miss. But I want to preface it this morning. And I know it's raining, but please pay attention. I believe this is why we are here this morning, to increase our faith, wherever our faith is. If it's yet to begin, if it's long gone down the road, or if God is increasing it little by little every day. So can you hang with me just real tight on the the idea of faith? Again, if you were here in our Hebrews, study faith complete trust and confidence in someone or something that's webster's definition but if you look at hebrews 11:1, it is assurance of things hoped for a conviction of things not seen you've been with us we've talked about faith and all of these things here's where i want to preface i am not advocating a name it or claim it religion I am not advocating health and wealth because sometimes people have been talked to and said, well, you just don't have enough faith. I want to give you a biblical example. Anybody know the Apostle Paul? I would say he had pretty amazing faith, wouldn't you? In fact, he was a man named Saul that persecuted the way, right? The the way, the truth, and the life. He was this persecutor, even had people killed at his feet as they were standing there stoning Stephen The clothes are laying at a man's feet by the name of Saul. Saul was the Pharisee of Pharisees and he turned on everything he knew from a persecutor of the way to a follower of the way. Don't tell me that guy didn't have faith he prayed over and over and over we don't know what it is there's speculation lord there is a thorn in my flesh and god never took it away so it's not about your faith we live in a broken world that god has a will a plan i can't answer how and when he chooses to do what he does but i can tell you this faith is critical i want you to listen what was said this morning and then i want to point out a few examples So Jesus is talking to these two blind men and they again, we're rewinding here, but He says, Do you believe that I am able to do this? And they say to Him, Yes, Lord. Then He touched their eyes and here's what He said. Listen to this statement. According to your faith, may it be done to you. Here's what I want to ask. What if what you've been praying for Jesus were to say to you today, according to your faith according to your faith it'll be done you say well i don't have any faith well maybe it won't be done you say god i'm struggling with faith it's so hard out here i don't know what to do i don't know where to turn according to your faith though may it be done to you and you say well that maybe you're taking that out of context Keep. i want to rewind just for a second Again, Jesus is asked, do you believe I can do this? Yes, Lord, we believe. But according to your faith, this ought to sound familiar. Because I want you to listen to this. After the Sermon on the Mount, we've been in Matthew. You've got Matthew 5, 6, and 7. After the Sermon on the Mount, we're here in Matthew chapter 9. Just in these few stories alone, I want you to listen. See if you remember these as you've been along this story with us. There was a leper that came up to Jesus right as he's taught the Sermon on the Mount, goes and this unclean person kneels before Jesus and he says these words. He said, Lord, if you will. If you will, you could heal me. Do you remember Jesus' words? I will. It's faith. This leper goes up. He's not even supposed to be around people. Clean and he goes up to Jesus, kneels down before him. By the way, that's a theme as well. Someone running up to Jesus all the time, kneeling down and saying, I don't know what you got, but I need it, right? I don't know what you have, but Lord, if you will, then I would be healed. Right after that, there's a centurion that has a servant that he deeply loves and cherishes. And he meets Jesus on the road. Again, a man of great importance. A Roman centurion in charge of a hundred or more men. And he comes up to Jesus and says, Jesus, if you would just say the word. And he even uses an example. Like I tell my soldiers, go there and they go. Come this way and they come. He says, if you would just say the word. And Jesus even says, I will come to your house. And if you remember the humbleness of the centurion, he says, I'm not even worthy for you to come under my roof. Just say the word. That's all I need. And it says that in Scripture, when Jesus says the word, that already at that moment, the servant was healed. Faith. Again, according to your faith, may it be done to you. Jesus calming a storm with the disciples. There wasn't faith in this story, except there was a lack of faith. If you remember, Jesus wakes up in the middle of the storm, and the the disciples said, Jesus, it's a storm out here. We need you to calm this down. And He says, this, you of little faith. Faith seemed to be important to Jesus in this. The paralytic. You remember the friends that said and i said this i said twofold get you some friends like the paralytic and be a friend like the paralytic had right that at all costs they said we're not going to stop we're going to get him to jesus we know that's the answer right they tore apart a roof and they lowered him down and what did it say that jesus said because of your faith your sins are forgiven now they might have said hold on a minute we're we're not here for the sin forgiven part. We want our friend to be able to walk. And he said, i got something even better than that. I'm going to do that other thing. But your sins are forgiven. Why? Because of your faith. And then the last time I talked, we talked about it today. Jerry is running up this leader, this man of prominence, and he kneels down before Jesus and he says, My daughter is dead, but if you would just lay your hands on her, she will be well. Faith. A woman that walks up been bleeding for 12 years. 4,380 days she has bled and had shame and feels accusation and judged and no hope. If I could just touch his garment. Not even him. If I could just, and man, the chosen, you know I love it. That scene, man, just the slow-mo grab, Just for the garment. And if I do that, and I want to tell you, We missed the boat because Jesus does this whole surprise act of "Uh, uh, who, who touched me. He created the woman who touched him. He probably went that way on purpose knowing I got an appointment with a lady that's got beautiful faith. He knew who touched him. It was to draw attention to the beauty of the faith that he had just seen. That's who touched me and she believed. And daughter, your faith has made you well. It wasn't that she touched a garment. It wasn't that somebody knelt down. It wasn't that somebody did the right dance. It wasn't that somebody gave enough at church. It wasn't that somebody prayed the right prayer. They had faith in the one that could do it. So this morning, here's what I say. How's your faith? Complete trust and confidence in someone or something. Our someone or something is the creator of all, Jesus. Do you believe He can do it? I don't know what you're praying for. I don't know if it's for someone that you've known forever that's not a believer. I don't know if it's for yourself to say, I just want to make sense of it all. I don't know if it's, I need to get off the street. I need this. I need that. I need whatever. I can't tell you all of those things, but I can tell you this. Do you believe he can do it? I can say this. Yes, he can. But you got to believe it for yourself. And what if he's speaking over your story right now, saying, according to your faith, let it be done. But what if there is no faith? I challenge you this morning. you got faith in something. I promise you, we weren't there in the beginning. So whether it's science, whether it's your grandma, whether it's whatever, you got faith in something. How about give him a shot? He created you for relationship. He created you for purpose. And He created you to be the author of mercy in your story as well. I know because I'm living proof. He gave me something I didn't deserve. He paid redemption's price that I couldn't pay. Is that not good news this morning? Will you pray with me this morning? I just want to say this. In closing, we need faith. Whether it's for the first time, whether it's a prodigal coming back home, or whether it's walking with you and Jesus, we just need you to increase our faith we pray that you give us the ability to be like these two blind men. and man they may have been blind but god they saw they knew that jesus was the answer And when he says do you believe i can do this and so i ask the same question this morning jesus if someone is out here in need if they need to meet you for the first time if it's an earthly situation if it's physical if it's emotional if it's spiritual do you believe i can do this Jesus, if you ask that question over their heart this morning, I pray even if they walked in these gates saying no, that today they say yes. They walk with you. Father, just increase our faith. Grow our faith. Bring us into relationship with you. If we're already there, bring us into a deeper one. We need you. We love you. And we pray your blessings over every heart and soul that is in this crowd today. The ones that would come out. On a day like today, Father, just to meet with each other and to meet with you is a beautiful thing. So increase our faith wherever it's needed. Jesus, you ask us this morning, do, you, do we believe that you can do it? I want to simply say, yes, we do. And so Jesus, speak that over our hearts, not just today, but in the week uh, ahead. We love you. We pray and ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.